Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace. It was a big night of harness racing last night at Menangle. Cam Hart driving several winners and Fred Hastings joining us on the phone. Good, um, good morning, Fred. Yeah, good day to you, Dan. Yeah, Cam Hart's had a, an incredible week. Um, and it started uh, last Sunday when he drove three winners on the program, the Big Breeders Challenger program. He kicked the day off on a winning note with the very good trotter trained by Jared Ulch and Doc the Cap. He then won with, uh, I guess, one of his, his favourite horses, uh, my ultimate Ronnie, won uh, the four-year-old Breeders Challenge. And then he partnered uh, a horse called Swayze to victory. Um, and uh, it was uh, another dominant win by Swayze. But uh, we'll talk more about Cam's performance uh, in the past week, which we're actually going to catch up and have a chat to him. Uh, it's been a phenomenal week. And we'll talk in more detail about, uh, in particular, Swayze, who's New Zealand Cup bound, and, and a few others uh, that uh, he partnered last night. But the program was a good one, as you had touched on, and Cam kicked it off with a winning double um, with Gennardi and Stella Raden. Uh, he then won, uh, uh, then he won later in the card. The third race, race was taken out by the croupier, Bailey McDonough driving for Belinda McCarthy. It was a very dominant performance, took the set, was able to peel out and uh, went on by the croupier to win by eight and a half metres. Uh, it was a pretty tidy performance. We saw a horse that I've had a bit of an opinion of win race for, a horse called Unfazed. Uh, it's owned by the Policinas, uh, Charlie and, and Lisa. Charlie trained it up until a, a little while back, but this campaign that's been with Paul Fitzpatrick and uh, he, he unleashed with a lovely run from three back in the moving line and Gavin Fitzpatrick, uh, he ended up getting a double himself, did Gav, because he won the last, the trot. But uh, he's a nice horse, unfazed. Of course, he came across uh, and was very, uh, very good last year and he's, uh, he's racing towards the back end of uh, 2022 and he's uh, equally in for a, a nice uh, time of it as we get into the back end of 2023. But he was a very good winner. Um, in, uh, in in a mile rate of 154.4 for that uh, that longer trip. Race five was taken out by Red Right Hand. Talia McMullen, she's having a nice time of it here in uh, New South Wales at the moment. Trent Leatherby trains and it again uh, had a lovely uh, uh, run on the pegs and, and Talia was able to work it to the outside and it finished on the score in 152.1. It beat Joe Nian who uh, uh, was leading everywhere but the winning post has uh, missed out by a nose. And past guarantee was a bit of an eye-catcher. It stormed late. It was only a head-away third and a real busy finish. Uh, keep your eye out on past guarantee. I really liked its run the way it closed off. Um, the third of Cam Hart's winners was High. The Name is Jeff. And um, we might have a listen to that replay in a moment. Uh, the seventh to Rakadan, young Jack Brown driving for Jack Trainer, And I mentioned Gavin Fitzpatrick won the last for his brother with one Magic Kenny. But... The feature race, and, and it was the Nick Robin free-for-all, and people familiar with uh, Sky Sports Radio or 2KY, as it was known previously, and, of course, uh, Sky Racing. Um, now Sky uh, Sky Racing, but it was formerly Sky Channel. One of the real great presenters on uh, radio and TV was Nick Robin. He was, uh, he was a friend to so many in the industry, uh, in the racing industry broadly, uh, whether it was Greyhounds, Harness Racing or... Uh, galloping. Uh, he had a, a wicked sense of humour. He uh, he had it all, Nick, and uh, we sadly lost him 19 years ago. Just hard to believe it's been 19 years since Nick passed after a, a, a very short battle with an aggressive uh, form of cancer. But he was a, a great guy, Nick Robin, and he was honoured, as he has been for many years, by uh, Club Menangle. Tribute to the fact that he had a great association with uh, the club dating back from those days of uh, the infancy of Sky 
uh, Sky Channel uh, in the uh, mid to uh, to late uh, 80s through uh, Sky Sports Radio and into the 90s, but a, a great fella. And hi, my name is Jeff. back from a, a Vic Cup campaign. He showed him what he's made of on the big track at Menangle last night. Where the pilot... As they straighten up his high, my name is Jeff, trying to raise an effort on the inside as Longfellow, moving up strongly as Firefox, Tasty Delight, and looking for a run, Canina Provlima, and Mac Da Vinci's trying to wind up, but speaking about winding up high, my name is Jeff, certainly wound up at the 150, has dashed away, Mac Da Vinci's eating into the margin, trying to uh, overhaul this leader, but high, my name is Jeff, too big a break, and stops the clock in around 150, beats Mac Da Vinci, third home tasty delight and Pete said so was sneaking up on the inside probably got fourth over Longfellow Rip Canina Provlima and then Roller said so uh, was a bit of an eye catcher keep an eye on him he's getting back to somewhere near his best and there'll be a race for him down the track but hi my name is Jeff handled by Cam Hart for Jason Grimson they are quite a formidable combination and Cam very kindly giving us some time this morning good morning to you Cam he went super morning Fred yeah he certainly did he's you know, since coming to Sydney, he's, he's unbeaten up here, and yeah, he seems to love this um, an angle style of racing. The one, the, the 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 one mile racing seems to be right up his alley, and he's posting fast miles. That's that's a pleasing aspect, but he he seems to be very uh, versatile. Cam, he's got that that glorious gate speed, but he's got a real sprint when he's uh, called upon. Yeah, for sure, Freddie's got that gate speed to put himself in a good spot and. Obviously, he can close in really good fractions, and you know he did last night, and and did it quite comfortable. So, yeah, he really seems to be liking that big track at Menangle, and um, probably when we took him to Melton, didn't re- get around the corners quite as well as what he does up here, and that's probably the reason why he's flying, uh, you know, racing at Menangle. It certainly suits a lot of horses, and and he seems to be one that fits that bill because he he started up, from memory, started life up here, and then uh, headed south, and he's he's back here and. Jason's just got this incredible knack of getting these horses to to really perform at their optimum. I know he spends a lot of time on his horses. He's he's a very astute horseman, and he seems to have figured out. Hi, my name is Jeff. Uh, perfectly well, but he, he's not just done that with that horse. He's done it with so many, hasn't he? Yeah, for sure. He does such a great job. Um, you know, everyone knows the horseman he is, and um, yeah, to get these horses, and he spends, like you said, a lot of time on them, and. Um, yeah, it really works with the individual and, and works out what they like and, um, you know, that you know gets the best out of them on race day. Tell me, Cam, a big week from Sunday to last night, 14 winners. Um, it, it just must please you to know that you're not just winning on horses like Hi, my name is Jeff, but are going around at $1.30. You're able to get horses home at, at decent odds um, and you're getting a lot of support from a, a, a lot of trainers, They're not just... Uh, not not just uh, you know the the Jason Grimsons of the world, but but stables the smaller stables like David Waite, you've had a good week for, and you even uh, popped up on one of your sister Ashley's uh, on uh, on Tuesday last, and uh, was able to score. Yeah, the support's been uh, incredible, Fred, since I've been in Sydney, and in particular the last couple of years, it's really kicked off for myself, and yeah, it's been um, you know a variety of different trainers, and you know I was able to have a good day on Tuesday and. You know, a lot of my winners come from Jace or, or Jared and I hadn't even driven a winner for them and, and end up with five. So to have the support mm. from the smaller stables as well, um, yeah, it's really helping at the moment. The tally reads three on Sunday on that Big Breeders Challenge Day, one at Goulburn on the Monday, five at Menangle on 
on Tuesday. You, you gave yourself the night off at Bathurst. No winners. One at Penrith, one at Newcastle Friday, and then three last night. Uh, I want to take you back to last Sunday, um, and I want to focus on my ultimate Ronnie. He, he's a real, uh, real good horse, and he looks like one that'll transition into that that you know, tougher open class racing, uh, you know, with a little bit more age. He's a four year old now, but he's just a, a real professional racehorse. Yeah, he, he's a lovely horse. He's he's just been a real uh, professional ever since he was a baby, and yeah, he's been a, a great horse to myself and Jared and Tumby Park and. He's just mm. the ultimate professional. He's obviously taken that step into, you know, the Grand Circuit type racing. And, um, yeah, mm. I think he's going to, you know, the next couple of seasons, he's probably getting into his prime of his career. He must have been thrilled with Swayze's win and the fact that he stepped okay in a trial. He's, he's ticked boxes, New Zealand. Yeah, everything's just going to plan with him at the moment, Fred. Um, mm. Yeah, he's mm. really impressive at Menangle Sunday and, um, had obviously had that stand start trial. He, he ticked that box, so we can go over there with plenty of confidence that he's going to do everything right. And um, yeah, he's the ultimate professional as well, uh, like Ronnie. So yeah, I can't see him doing too much wrong. And um, yeah, he's going to be in the race the way he's going. I think. I think he's definitely going to be in the mix for sure and certain. And of course, you know, and and Jason, the the disappointment yet the uh, exhilaration of running you know, a place in a New Zealand trotting cup. It's their biggest race for those that aren't familiar. When, when we say it's a harness race, it's actually the biggest race on the New Zealand racing calendar of any code, uh, which is quite incredible. And, and the publicity and the, the, the you know, the, the amount of news uh, that comes out of the New Zealand trotting cup uh, is incredible. But you ran a place with a horse that was so desperately unlucky in Majestic Cruiser uh, you think if you can try and line them up and compare where they're at, you'd have to think Swayze's probably going better at this time. Yeah, it's probably fair to say, and he's probably they're completely you know different horses. Whereas Majestic Cruiser need a little bit of luck in running, is more mm. of a sit, sit sprint type, and you know going over with Swayze, we we sort of know we can make our own luck. He's a really strong horse, and he can be put into the race. So. Um, that gives us plenty of confidence that we probably don't have to rely on too much luck. We can try and make our own a little bit. Fair enough. Now, uh, Genati last night, uh, being a Riverina boy, uh, I know there was a, a lot of the owners are tied up through uh, through that area and uh, even through in a uh, hashtag Riverina form uh, comment in the in the call. Uh, he's sort of horse that's just doing some good things and probably hasn't had a lot of luck at different stages of races, but it all came together last night in a big way. Yeah, it was nice to get a good result. Um, obviously, like you said in the call, um, you know, that Riverina connection, and I'm obviously from down that way, so it's always a big mm. thrill to, to get good results for, you know, the guys down there. And, um, yeah, Gennady's been a horse. He just keeps getting better and better each run, and he's really adapting to the Menangle racing. And, um, you know, he's gone up in grade quite quickly but he's handled it really well and yeah he's probably a horse if he keeps improving the way he is you'll probably find yourself in a free-for-all grade. It was good to uh, I mentioned uh, winning one for Ash she's kicking some goals your sister she's you know, popping up and driving winners uh, around the place and uh, training as well um, it's good that you're able to partner up and, and get a win on uh, on Tuesday and it was for your uncle as well, Uncle uh, Trev, Trevor White. But uh, I know your parents absolutely thrilled whenever you two combine to, to win a race. They're proud of you both. But when you combine, it's uh, I think it's pretty special for Mum and Dad. 
Yeah, for sure. It's um, definitely a little extra special, um, yeah, combining with Ash when she trains one. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, big, big, uh, you know, a lot of excitement down down home for all the family, um, just not just Trev, but all the extended family all follow mm-hmm. us closely. So, yes, um, Ash is doing really well. She loves the training side of the horses, but she's also a great driver herself and been getting some good results. So, yeah, it's great to, to see it. Cam, you're 60 wins clear on the state premiership. You're closing in on a double century, and uh, there's no doubt, uh, sitting on about 192, you're going to knock that over. That's in New South Wales. Uh, you're 30 wins uh, clear on the Metro table. You're heading towards 1,000 uh, you know, career wins. You're on 971 with 11 Group 1s. Do you still have that passion, that excitement, that thrill that you had when you were just starting out? Is it is it uh, more profound now because you're, you're steering better horses in bigger races? Hey, take us through that sort of side of things. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, week by week I try and go by, but, yeah, it's, um, mm. yeah, it's still very exciting. Um, you know, a winner's a winner, and there's no feeling <laughs> like it when you go past the post, you know, whether it's a, a midweek meeting or, or a Group 1 race, it's still very exciting, and, I guess um, now I'm sort of going around in most of the Grand Circuit races and Group 1 races that definitely mm. get very excited and wanting more, and um, especially when you can be part of big days like the Eureka or you know the New Zealand mm. Cup days, the atmosphere, you know, you don't get anything like it. You know, walking out on the track, it's a great feeling to be part of it. So, yeah, I just want to keep chasing more and, um, yeah, hopefully the opportunities keep coming. Well, Cam, since you kicked off, I've had a front row seat at uh, many of your great successes and I'm sure uh, I'll be able to witness many more. Uh, You're just driving at the top of your game at the moment. New Zealand beckons and then, uh, of course, uh, not long after that, mate, we we head head into the uh, the Miracle Mile Carnival. So uh, big things await. And uh, 2024, they tell me, Cam, is not just going to be another good year for you, but it could be the year of the rooster. Yeah, let's hope so, Fred. Um, yeah, we've got a nice wide building, so fingers crossed. Good on you, mate. Thanks for giving us the time. Greatly appreciated. Uh, if I don't see you between now and your trip uh, uh, across the ditch, good luck to both you and Jason, of course, Swayze. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. And that's it, Dan. Uh, terrific driver, Cam. He, he's a terrific uh, young fella. Uh, his family's a terrific family as well, and... Uh, graciously giving us some time after what has been a busy week 14 winners since last Sunday and uh, uh, you know he deserves every success he gets very incredible thank you Fred we appreciate your time on the pace this morning thanks so much Dan all the best